idea was that you'd probably met in Cambridge the day before. Well, I guess you'd be in Edward's rooms or his Indeed. place, um, sharing a brandy perhaps and either acquainting oneself with each other or reacquainting or whatever the situation is. And just to clarify, have we, so we have, Edward has been uh, invited to this occasion because he knows he's inheriting this property. Yes, I imagine he's contacted you because he wants you to come with him to check the property out tomorrow. Right. So it makes sense that you've met the night before or the day before, just to touch base, catch up, and then it's tomorrow, off we go on a little jolly to see this estate I've been left. I mean, um, I think one of the key elements for that uh, is that Edward, uh, although of an old family... The um, mm. the Beres and Edmunds Casters um, and the Geralds, uh, they are uh, they have fallen slightly on hard times over the years. So my actual status amongst uh, the men of wealth and standing is quite quite poor, and my ah. friends would be aware of this. So this is effectively a windfall for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but also, it spells the adventure of. Uh, going into East Anglia with the opportunity of probably some good walks, some good golf for me. Um, I love the company of a man who can talk about a church tower uh, and its provenance, and I know that that man is Reverend Peregrine McCutcheon. Also, he astounds me with his knowledge of botany and the natural world. Um, And who better to accompany us than one who will titillate us uh, and satisfy both of our shared passions for the numinous that spiritual longing that we have, uh, the ineffable Hypnos, as he once was known. But of course, to us, he's known as Sidney Wagner. Um, so I think I've contacted you both by letter, saying, gentlemen, you won't believe this, uh, but my luck has turned. After my time in India, uh, and the unfortunate injury to my leg, uh, the, uh, the, the Red Letter Day has come. Uh, and uh, the Red Letter Day is uh, good news from from our lawyer, Sydney. In, in fact, have you heard from... Have you heard from the old man? Well, I have to admit that we did speak about uh, your uh, windfall, or, or, as it was, coming down the track, because uh, I had been expressing to him that I was looking for potentially more opportunities to um, perform some psychical research, and these are best conducted in large... Uh, what I suppose could be called uh, called um, uh, uninhabited, largely vacant properties. Because this, I have a hypothesis that this is where ghosts tend to gather, away from the psychical disturbances that human life creates. <laughs> and so they are driven into these places of memory and... Uh, and uh, f- forgetfulness. So I think, um, yes, I spoke to him and he mentioned, I was talking about this very thing and I wondered, as a, as a property, a specialist in property law, if he knew of anyone, and he said, well, indeed, your, your good friend Edward Caster is, is uh, I recently... So I spoke to him just last week um, when I stopped by uh, at the offices uh, because I had a private legal matter to attend to. Um, he and I have been working very closely... Over the last few months, um, as I, uh, you know, finally mop up some of the last few uh, problems with my um, 
ill-fated uh, public career as a as a mesmerist. Um, but luckily, that's almost all in order now. And he suggested I speak to you about potentially... I don't know how superstitious you are, but what an opportunity to go to this house that has been abandoned, or left to you at least, uh, probably historical, probably haunted, with a, a man of the cloth, a perfect opportunity to not only um, draw out the spirits, but then exercise them completely. It's a win for you, no more ghosties. It's a win for the Reverend. He gets to do something that I don't think Reverends get to do very much, besides baptisms and funerals. And it's a win for me because it proves... It gives me a chance to test an hypothesis. Oh, Sydney, I've missed you, old chap. I really have. I know. Um, I now, know. Tell, remind me, um, uh, Pip, uh, did you know Polly... Do you know Polly Ainsworth? Uh, Peter Ainsworth? We call him Polly. Uh, n- no. No, I, d- I, d- I don't know him, actually, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned about the suggestion that I might be called upon to perform some sort of exorcism. Uh, That's certainly not something that I have any experience of, and nor do I think it should be necessary, but um, I think maybe you're after a a Catholic priest for that sort of work. But I'm happy to offer my opinion, more than happy to offer my opinion on the gardens. I've known a Methodist do it. You've known a Methodist do it? I have known a Methodist. Now, steady now. Pressed, are we still pressed. talking about exorcisms there? Yes, 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 yes. I'm oh, just checking. Yes, yes. It's going to be my book. I've interviewed him. We, we <laughs> I all... interview you, Peregrine. I'm always interested to get the other take. Mm. Uh, forgive me, Peregrine. I called you Pip. Is that um, that's from the old school days, really? Uh, is it embarrassing to say that? Um... Uh, a little, but it doesn't really bother me. If you want to call me Pip, that's... That's quite all right. Would you prefer Perry? No, <laughs> no. That, I'm sure of that. I wouldn't prefer. I wouldn't prefer Perry. <laughs> I'm the same. I prefer Sydney. I don't like Sid. <laughs> Perry and Sydney, it shall be. And I tell you what, let's have a toast to it. Um, I've got a little bit uh, left here of the hock. Um, why don't you uh, share that amongst you? And um, well, here's to our here's to our psych- psychical memory investigations and forgetfulness. Aided by the hawk and the brandy. You're Cheers, very man. good health. Yes. They used to call me Wag at Prep. Do you remember that? <laughs> the Apocalypse Players present A Christmas Inheritance. A Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition scenario by Dana McAleer in the style of M.R. James. With Joseph Chance as Edward Caster. Dan Wheeler as Reverend Peregrine McCutcheon. Dominic Allen as Sidney Wagner and Dana McAleer as the Keeper of Arcane Law. Part 1. A Partridge and a Dead Tree. Ah yes, a Christmas inheritance. The year is 1891. Having set out from Cambridge early that same morning, the players find themselves traversing the flat, barren fields and iron-grey skies of Norfolk. Their destination is a country mansion and estate somewhere northeast of little Walsingham, named Orham Hall. None of them were aware of this house's existence until a few days ago. A lawyer named Peter Ainsworth, a friend of two of our players, has visited one of them. Um, Mr Ainsworth has uh, visited Edward Caster, and he is the executor of the will of one Thomas Caldwell. Uh, Caldwell died from old age earlier in the year, leaving no direct next of kin. His last wishes, however, were that the Warham estate should stay in the family. After weeks of painstaking research, it has been discovered that the that Edward 
is a distant relative, and therefore the rights to the estate are to be immediately passed over to him. Um, Peregrine and Sidney are accompanying him on his first visit to the estate. Uh, They are to be met there by Mr Ainsworth for a tour of the house and grounds to finish up the remaining paperwork and to meet the staff. The, The hall itself, the grounds of the hall... It's uh, well. It's one thousand three hundred eighty-seven acres, which is quite, quite the size, and not inconsiderable acquisition. Um, you know where it is, roughly. You know apparently it's in the Jacobean style, um, but not much else. Jacobean style. There might be um, some interesting roosting uh, spots for house martins if it's Jacobean style. Now you've got me excited. Yes. Well, quite. <laughs> So, <laughs> sounds it. <laughs> the players, after a few too many brandies or a bit too much of the hock, find themselves napping on the train the next day, as lulled to sleep by the uh, the uh, locomotion, and um, suddenly in their in their heads, they there's a conversation going on near them. They start to uh, tune into this. A man and a woman, a young man and a woman, arguing, it seems, arguing, and it builds to a sort of fever pitch. They seem to be screaming at each other, and uh, the train whistle suddenly seems to jolt you all uh, awake. And the the conversation that you seem to have been hearing in your dreams is, in fact, a sort of mildly annoyed, if anything, sort of uh, conversation between a a young couple um, passing your your carriage. Um, The mind exaggerates. Um, But there you are. In the uh, in the train carriage outside the window, you badgers. Flat. There you are, badgers. Oh. oh, sorry. Excuse me. I must have dropped off. <clears throat> Perfectly acceptable. <clears throat> That's what trains are for. Lull you to sleep. Reminds me of Rajasthan. <clears throat> right, oh don't, yes. Don't often get the uh, opportunity to travel by train. It's, it's quite something, isn't it? Oh, it's very different to Rajasthan. We're very lucky to live as we do in the greatest nation on earth. Uh, unfortunately, just uh, just a few minutes to your station, gentlemen. Thank you. I hate being interrupted in a story. <laughs> <laughs> I um, so you, you were saying uh, yes, yeah, Rajasthan. Uh, unfortunately, I feel like our influence has not yet extended to developing quite the level of train service one expects in East Anglia to the uh, to the Bangladeshi flats, but we're getting there. Um, <clears throat> and it's not like we're in any rush. I mean, it's not like we'll be leaving any time soon. No, that's uh, true, and I suppose there's uh, less concern about the uh, the amount of the, the slow worm population that will be disturbed by laying the tracks there compared to laying them in, in this part of the world, which caused really quite quite disruption to the natural habitat of uh, many small small animals, but especially the slow worms. I, I, I've already got a bad feeling about their future, to be honest. In this well, country. you speak to my heart there, sir, because the... Uh, the train the... whistle goes off interrupting. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> the train starts to slow and pull The elephants! <laughs> the elephants are very, very precious to me in Bangladesh. <laughs> I feel like the railway lines are disrupting their migration pattern. Oh, we're here. I take out a slightly cheap cigar and uh, I cut it uh, using my pocket knife. So I tend to whittle with whenever I, whenever I can uh, uh, and uh, light it on departure. Lovely. Well, the, uh, the, the porter, sort of small, uh, weaselly-looking boy, doesn't look very happy. He's uh, bringing your luggage off the, uh, the train. I, I, I didn't think you'd 
arrive with much, but um, there's a huge hat box, of course. Be careful with those fezzes, boy! (laughs) (laughs) Aye, sir. Irreplaceable. They've been hand-stitched by Berbers of of Casablanca. Please be careful with the hat box. Yes, of course. He lays all your stuff out on the platform. Will you be needing a carriage onwards, or...? We will. By the way, you don't caddy ever, do you? You look like you know your way around the links. Do I? Caddy, as in carry the bags of, of gentlemen playing golf. Oh, I, I don't know if I'd be allowed to do that now. Sorry. Well, perhaps... Well, that's a shame. I'm looking for a good caddy. I have me place of work on. Oh, whereabouts, sir? Uh, well, I'd, I suppose the nearest course to Little Walsium. Oh, no, no, I wouldn't be interested in that, sir. Yeah. want to get away from this place. I think that. Uh-huh. Anyhow, there's a... Uh, Life is elsewhere, eh? There's all your things. Oh, thank you. Yes, but a carriage would be marvellous. Thank you. Lovely. Oh, I'll, I'll go and early one, sir. He sort of scampers off. It's, it's a small rural trace. I mean, you're in King's Lynn, um, and you can sort of see beyond the, the walls. There's a... Oh, how charming. The market's in place. People are sort of bustling around. It looks relatively busy, but um, unless you need anything, I suppose. While we're waiting for the carriage, I will furk around in one of the hat boxes to fish, fish out my, um, my koofy hat. It's a green and yellow striped one. And I dig around in my small bag and uh, discover I didn't even realise I'd packed them, so I'm going to have to add them to my character sheet, if that's all right. But I find my field glasses um, and I just start sort of uh, scanning the, uh, the rooftops just to see if there's anything hopping about up there, wagtails. I mean, there's uh, probably there are a couple of wagtails, some sparrows, but um, nothing out of sorts um, or particularly interesting no I didn't think there would be but it's you know I force of habit really apart from anything else what time of, what, what time of year is it sorry so it is the 20th of December I say chaps if any of you get cold on the noggin I do have I have I don't leave anywhere without an abundance of hats um, my collection's quite extensive and though I have plenty of hats with me for uh, hot weather um, I do have uh, deer stalker, uh, coonskin cap, uh, a turban even, if it gets a bit nippy. Uh, the the the, uh, the porter runs back, interrupting you again, and uh, says... Bastard! Uh, a- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, you took me by surprise, sir. It's all right, sir. There's no need for alarm. It's just saying your carriage is ready. He's just out there waiting. Oh, God, God, God. Of course, uh, King's, King's Lynn is likely a Saxon naming. No Romans here, unfortunately. Lynn is an old Anglo-Saxon word for lake, I seem to recall. Hmm. I, I don't know about that, sir. My mother was called Lynn, that's all I know. But I don't <laughs> think the place was named after her. Um, and, all, the, uh, all, the, all the lakes down in my part of the world are called Mears, actually. Oh, right. you don't, where, you don't, where are you from, sir? Uh, Hampshire. Oh, really? Where's that? Uh, that's that's down south. Oh, is it nice? Oh, it's it's very nice. It's it's uh, more Many jobs of, on the trains down that way. Oh, I wouldn't know about that. It's more fields and hedgerows than uh, fens and fields and uh, marshland. It's uh, an entirely different type of bird life down there, to be honest. I see. Well, thank thank you. Father. Again, sadly, sadly, not a Roman word. Mm. He, he sort of gets confused and calls Peregrine father and then realises he's made a sort of mistake. Um, and as he's sort of uh, helping you with your, your bags, a, a huge sort of ox of a man um, sort of comes pacing towards you. He says, uh, so uh, where, where are you headed? Oh, I believe to the warm estate. Uh, the uh, little Walsium or just beyond. 
Ah. Oh, yes. Oh, I know. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, I, I tell you what, I can take you as far as Little Walsingham. Uh, my son can take over from there, if that's all the same to you. Um, it's about... I reckon we can make it in about an hour and a half. Um, I'll, I'll collect these, and he picks up all of your luggage and... Uh, be careful with the hat boxes. The what? The hat boxes. The capuchon is entirely irreplaceable, as is the gargouche. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I've always said so myself. And the, uh... the gargouche was handmade by Yemenite Jews in, in, the, uh, in the Levant. He sort of uh, gives you a look, not of disdain, but sort of concerned for your mental health. And uh, <laughs> uh, sort of lugs the, <laughs> the bags over to the carriage and sort of in one fell swoop. And uh, it's a horse-drawn carriage, of course. There's not a motor car in sight. And he sort of, go on, get in then. Now this takes me back to Rajasthan. Hey, Eddie? Yes, it does have something of the, uh, of the big country to it, doesn't it? Any any good birds there? I slap uh, Edward's leg and say, "Watch out for the gorse." <laughs> <laughs> no, no I'm, I, I expect we might see some as we as we get closer to the coast. I expect we might see some uh, snipe, um, maybe uh, lapwings, um, but it's really it's the wrong time of year to see anything in any great number, to be honest. Yes. Oh well. Well, we'll we shall we shall get what we can mm. whilst on the campaign. Mm. Very good, yes. Uh, onwards, dear man, onwards. Yes, course, course. Just go around here. And he, um, he sort of uh, gets the horses going. And he's, uh, he, he's not afraid to sort of stop and chat to locals along the way. Um, he passes a sort of uh, uh, a baker. He sort of uh, says, how, 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 how was them buns doing then, John? Oh, yes, I oh, know. He turns back to you. He says, uh, he, had a, he had a customer in. This is only two days ago now. Is asking how much the farthing cakes was. I says to him, what, what did you say to him? He says, what do you expect they're worth? A farthing, I said. If they was called a pound cake or a penny cake, but they're not, kick them out. Oh, he's got a good sense of humour, a right good sense of humour. Anyway, <laughs> on we go. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you, you, you turn out of the town. He stops a few times to sort of exchange what he assumes are witticisms with the... The locals. He, see, he seems to be slightly showing off, as if to show, you know, he's a man about about the town. You know, you've picked you've picked the right guy. Um, I take it you've lived in these parts all your life. Oh, I. Uh, oh, yeah. Kings Lynn, born and bred. Yes, I recently moved to um, <clears throat> to uh, uh, Blakeney. Oh, is that right? You know it. I I've heard of it. I can't, I can't say that I've ever. Different part of the county, of course. Of course, yes. Not from these parts, you see. I'm going native slowly, but uh, not yet. Uh, I see, sir. Well, I. Wade, I'm from. <laughs> oh, <it>? really? <laughs> you can go native to worse places, sir. I tell you that much. Um, you finally, uh, you pull out of the town, and you're on a, a country road, sort of lined with a, uh, lined with trees. Are oh, we nearly there yet? <laughs> so soon, soon, Peregrine. Well, well, we we won't be long. Um, about an hour and a half, as I, I said. Just left. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, rough night of it was, was it? Uh, a celebration uh, of sorts. Who could say that? Uh, it's a, it's a bumpy old track, this, isn't it? Oh yeah. Well, no, they want to get it leveled out. That's why I keep saying. But mm. you know, the 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 locals, they they're not so interested. I, not many people leaves the the town itself. It's only us carriage drivers that have to to take the routes. Uh, 
us and the farmers. Anyway, that's not interesting. You uh, feel free to get some kip in the back there if you're tired. Don't worry about me. I, I take out a, a short piece of uh, rod that I am attempting to whittle into a golfing tee. Mm-hmm. And I scrape away at it as I look out of the window. So uh, you, you sort of, you pass along, unless you anything happened, you, unless you want to ask him anything at all. Of it. What, was your, what was your name, sir? Oh, uh, well, Tom. Tom. Oh, uh, Partridge. Tom Partridge. Uh, I, shall, right. uh, I shall be inquiring about every person I meet, their first and family name. <laughs> oh, well, uh, well, lovely to have the interest. Well, the, uh, oh, really, what's your, what's your last name, sir? Wagner. Wagner. Wagner is my name. Oh. <laughs> Where's that from? Herefordshire or summer? I think it's German, but um, oh, originally. German? Oh. Well, let's not hold that against him. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I never hold anything against anyone, me. Well, uh, well are you staying in Little Walsingham then? Uh, no. Uh, well, as it happens, uh, my name's Caster, uh, and I'm. I, I'm going pleasure to, to make your acquaintance. Uh, pleasure to meet yours, Tom. And uh, I, I stand to be the inheritor of. The old Coldwell House, um, the uh, Warham Estate. Really? You oh. you know the place then? Oh uh, well, uh, yes. Ask most folks around the place. We we know of the place. Huh? Uh, I had heard... very fine, very fine gardens. Is that is that right? Uh, I imagine that's why it strikes up so much interest. Well, I, I'm sure you know as much as I do, sir. I, I know it from beyond the hedgerows, beyond the gates. Well, I can't say as many of us local folks get a chance to look inside, but. Um... Oh, that's so. You're you're uh, you're 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 coming out to 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 nest, are you, sir? You're coming out to uh, set yes. down your your roots in the area. Well, I suppose I suppose that is the case, isn't it? Yes, it's about time, really. Well, um, yes. Well, best of luck to you. Uh, I'm sure the uh, the folks of Little Walsingham. I mean, they've uh, <laughs> well, they've got their quirks. God bless me. But uh, oh well, you know, a bit of civilization should do them some good. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is it possible to use my psychology to gauge his reaction when I, when Edward mentions the manor? Yeah, absolutely. Great. Um, uh-huh. Oh my God, stand back, he's rubbing dice. Here we go. I'll use my psychology, narrow my eyes and furrow my brow. Use this modern German science of the mind. <laughs> 89 on a... <laughs> <laughs> on a 60. <laughs> uh, uh, here, we, to this place. here we go. I think given the fact that I'm engaged in the conversation, I'm probably not using my astute, loyally psychology, um, but would it be possible to gain any kind of insight regarding that brief pause that he made uh, using my... Um, uh, what would it be? My uh, and, uh, It's kind of like an idea role, isn't it, I suppose? Or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, is that uh, is that intelligence? Yeah, we could. Yeah, I'll take intelligence. Just, yeah, just kind of. Uh, obviously, I understand that it'll be vague, but I, I yeah. heard a pause and I thought, did I yeah. see anything in his eyes? Anything flicker? That's it's an it's an excellent success. Zero six. Okay, so um, with an excellent success, what you see pass across his face in that sort of interval is um, it's not shock necessarily. He seems to sort of drift away for a moment. His eyes sort of go completely blank and gradually. More of a look of concern sort of crosses his face. Um, and you can tell by his tone when he starts talking again, although he's reassuring you with his words, he's, uh, he's quite uncertain. Uh, oh, dear. 
I mean, this is just one superstitious local. I wouldn't worry. Absolutely. And one doesn't want to be rude. No, quite so. Old, um, old habits die hard with these country folk, these bumpkins. Indeed they do. Um, so unless uh, anyone oh, else none, wants to... None taken. <laughs> unless uh, anyone else wants to interrogate him. Um, an hour or... Hour and a half, I think because of the uh, the people he stopped to talk to as he left King's Lynn, that took about 20 minutes to leave the town. Um, so I think it's uh, it's been close on two hours, and you start to draw into Little Walsingham. You can see the, the trees sort of falling away either side. There's the odd little thatched cottage, um, little sheep pens, and uh, and you come into the street proper, and it's a very squat little town. Um, sort of, uh, you come straight up the road on a slight hill into the marketplace it seems sunday markets on and uh people are in sort of a it's not as busy as king's lynn there's a a big market cross in the center and sort of three main roads leading off it but uh you get the impression you could walk one end of the town to the other in half an hour uh, yes uh so what, and, we, what kind of time were we at at this stage so i think it was about mid so you're coming up to about quarter past two in the afternoon now. Um, you had a couple of hours on the on the steam in the morning. I think you probably, uh, Mr. Partridge. Would you recommend Would you recommend a spot for lunch? Oh, I. So. Uh, well, if you're looking for lunch, um, I would say well, <laughs> well, there's a couple of little tea room type places. I don't know what you fancy, but the the best place for me and and the landlord's a friend, but I won't be biased. Uh, it's the Black Lion. Uh, you you can't miss it. It's just on the main drag there. Um, they'll, they'll do you up some uh, some lovely hearty food, and the ale's lovely. Would you care to join us, Mister Partridge? Oh, I, I I would love to, but uh, I, if I don't get back to uh, King's Lynn before dark, the wife will have me guts for garters. I tell you that much. She's been <laughs> busy prepping all day for Christmas, and well, uh, goodness anyway, me. Anyway, yeah. mm, well, married life. Mm. Well, well, yeah, yes, quite. Are you married, sir? Merry Christmas to you, Mister Partridge, oh, and uh, indeed, and to you. Let me get your uh, let me get your luggage. He pulls up outside. Uh, sort of, uh, you know, it's quite a crumpled looking building. It looks very old. It's sort of overlooking the whole town. It's clearly the main sort of point of social interaction. He uh, pulls to a halt, sort of stops the horses, and lugs your bags off in one big thing and dumps them by the. Oh, football. mind that hat box. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't you worry about that. And, uh, tell George your friends are mine and uh, to treat you well. If the turban comes unwrapped, it's a bugger to get wrapped up again properly. Ah, oh, yes. Well, I think my grandmother said something similar years ago. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man of the world. Good. Yes. <laughs> and he sort of uh, doesn't understand what you're saying, but he gets back in the carriage and sort of waves you off. <laughs> Enjoy. What a charming character he was. Pleasant fellow. Oh, when we're supposed to be meeting his son. I, I say Tom. Uh, Mr. Partridge. Oh, I. And he sort of pulls to a halt again. <laughs> Did you forget something? I I sort of, I don't run, because I rarely am seen running, but I sort of limp fast with my left leg training slightly, Mm. uh, using my cane. I say, oh, weren't we supposed to be meeting your son to take us on to uh, the estate? Oh, yes. Well, well, yeah, he certainly couldn't take you. Let me just have a... Just send him on to the black line. uh, Yes, I'll do that, sir. I'll pass him on the way back. I think he was taking someone from King's Lynn. So I'll tell him to pick you up. His name's Adam, sir. Adam. Ad- Adam Partridge. But, uh, thank you, Tom. Very kind. Oh, no. Good nope, day pleasure. to you. Pleasure. And he uh, drives on the horses again and carries on. So, are you entering the establishment? Well, gentlemen, I've never heard a street described as a drag before. <laughs> it's clearly Norfolk, <laughs> Norfolk terms. Uh, learning all the time. 
Is that one? Well, it is a bit of a drag. He shouts back over. (laughs) (laughs) Is that one you've heard up in Blakeney Point? (laughs) No, I don't. I haven't had much opportunity to uh, socialise with the locals there. I fear I went out very early on in my new tenure uh, in my gargouche, and it attracted a lot of perhaps unwanted attention. I think they perhaps haven't met many Yemenite Jews in, in Blakeney. You, Sydney, attract attention. You surprise me. Oh, what wonderful sounds from within. Uh, will it be beer for you both? Just a light ale? Oh, yeah, something um, something uh, nice and hoppy for me, if possible. Well, I'm sure that's all they serve here. My mm. good keep. Ah, hello. What can I do for you, fine gentleman? Ah, well, for a woman of your depth of voice, uh, <laughs> uh, I should order um, I, I should order some hoppy ale. Ah, uh, Marjorie, we've got a cheeky one here. He's coming <laughs> straight away, calling me. Don't you worry about this pinny. I know my way around her. Anyway, what was it? Uh, a hoppy forgive ale. Me, forgive me, sir. Such a fair face and such a fair uh, <laughs> you, you know your way to a free meal, I'd say. Uh, well, well here. in truth, Tom Partridge recommended the place. Uh, I lay some coin. I lay some coin upon the table. Ah, uh, well, uh, tell him he owes me uh, ten shillings next time you see him. But uh, well, that's fine if your friends are. Well, I shall tell his son Adam the very same. Well, why don't you take a take a a bench and I'll uh, I'll what what were you looking for food as well? A luncheon would be much needed. Excellent. Well, we've something coming out of the oven as we speak, so uh, we'll get that straight over to you. Nice not like Too kind. Uh, do you have any gin? Yes. Oh, we've got some gin. A bottle of gin as well. A bottle of gin. A bottle of gin. A bottle of gin, Mary. That's what they said. <laughs> a bottle of gin. I'm only messing with you. She died three years ago. Um, and he goes <laughs> Bless and you. gets the bottle off the wall and passes it to you. Um, Most obliged. I am, I suppose you would say, a razor of spirits, I say, lifting the, the bottle. He uh, he doesn't react at all and just walks off into the kitchen. My word, he's a psychical researcher, you see. Uh, is there just, is there anything behind the, um, behind, behind the bar, like on the wall? Are there pictures on the wall or anything? Can I do a spot hidden? What, what is that picture you on can. the wall? There, um, there are some pictures, but... It seems to be the sort of... There's some pictures of the hay being taken in in previous years. Yeah, that's what I'm interested in. Yeah, there's a good selection of those. This appears to be a street in Shanghai. What's this? The the Stumbling Tiger. The Stumbling Tiger, (laughs) I was about to say. Um, I know that place. um, I've succeeded on my spot hidden. I'm not looking for anything particular, really. I'm just, you know... you 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 get a sort of... I guess if you're going through the photos, you get a sort of snapshot history of the place. Um... You know, it's people holding up prize marrows and leeks and the odd squash. Um, what sort of squash is it? Like a winter squash or um, not a butternut? Oh, it's those ones that look like um, they look like little white pies. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm not sure yeah. what they're called. Essentially, yeah, I think. Well, uh, not, nor do I. But don't worry, Peregrine there's knows a, exactly a huge what that's called. One of them. I think I think it's probably called like a dwarf pumpkin squash or something like that. One thing you do see in notice in all the photos is that um, the, the 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 ratio of men to women seems off. Like there's oh. lots of men, not that many women. The the photos are full of uh, sort of grizzled older men and quite young boys or men who sort of look quite fed up. Like no one's smiling. Like in all the old photos, I take in these photographs and I uh, I say. You know what? I think I I might move here. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a glassy-eyed young gentleman. So yeah, I mean, there there, there really isn't a huge amount um, other than that. 
uh, that strikes you at this moment. Um, but the uh, George bustles out of the kitchen with his little pinny on and uh, thrusts down three plates of a steaming pie in front of you. Um, they're, oh. it, they're, they're slices, but they're big. It's, the pie must have been the size of his waistband. Uh, oh, this looks this looks fantastic. I, uh, Excellent. Uh, thank you very much. This is no, no, just, of course. Just what the doctor ordered. So, uh, was it your was it your wife Marjorie who made these? Mary. Oh yes, it was. I was only joking about her being dead earlier. She's, oh, I thought uh, Mary was someone else. I'm sorry, I'm confused. No, no, no. Mary's the bar girl. Marjorie's my wife. Oh, I beg your pardon. Marjorie does most of the cooking because Mary's a useless bitch. <laughs> I'm only joking. Sorry dead. for the language. <laughs> oh, uh, she's well, not dead. I see. No, no, none of them are dead. It's just my sense of humour. We get travellers moving through here from time to time, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I worked for this guy when I was 18, just after I left school. <laughs> I think we all did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I think I still work. My yeah. goodness, I have to say, the, the ale is excellent, my good keep. Oh, well, I, well, I, I'd say I'd, I'd tell the, the brewers, but uh, we are the brewers, so thank you it's, very much. It certainly hits the spot. They do, you know, what they say about this part of the country and the, the beer you brew here, it's absolutely true, isn't it? This is fine, well, fine. What what do fine they stuff. say about this part of the country and the beer we brew? That it's that you brew good beer in this part of the country. Oh well, in that case, they are right, and so are you. Right. Well, enjoy it. It's uh, it's kidney and ale pie. Do you distill your own gin? Uh, we don't distill our own gin, but uh, there's uh, stalls. Comes up from London, does it? No, no, no. There's a couple oh. of stalls about the place. Um, you know, between you and me. Right, right. Yes, yeah. We we keep the old London bottles. You know how it is. You're, yes, yes. You're not gentlemen of the law, I take it. <laughs> <laughs> Only the metaphysical one, eh, vicar? Not uh, not earthly law. <laughs> actually, actually, literally, I am a lawyer. But don't worry, I'd, I'd be in your defence. Oh, I see. Well, well, as long as you're on my side, that's all right, isn't it? Isn't it? Right. You pay me a penny, I'll defend what you have to say. Oh, did you hear that, Mary? Marjorie, Mary, he said, uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, he's, he's been having a bit too much of his own uh, stash, I think. I think we so. all need sanity checks. Right. But <laughs> <Yeah>. enjoy. <laughs> Don't worry, in my book, in my book, the, the man upstairs must be uh, must be on your side if you can turn out a pie like this. Oh, exactly. That sounded like a sentence, but I didn't quite take it in. Now, uh, before, I, before you enjoy... go, my dear man, yes. I do beg your pardon. Um, if if a barrel of this fine ale was to be sent up to the Warren Estate, what would that what would that set me back? Well, uh, well, um, well, is that where you're headed then? Well, yes, for I am the incumbent there. You're the what? Uh, my name's my name's Caster. I am to inherit the place. Uh, it is a well. Oh my lord! Something of a red letter day. Marjorie, Mary, Ma- <laughs> they're not there. But that's incredible. Like, you're you're to inherit the place. Yes, not that I wish to. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm sure Mr. old Mr. Caldwell uh, was much loved in the town. Well, I, I, I don't know anyone around here who had any dealings with him. Have you... Well, kept himself to himself, did he? Oh, very much so, sir. Very much so. I don't even know of many staff he had. But, um, well, that's, that's, that's great news. Uh, a friend of mine, Mary, my, our new friend, he's taken over the hall up at Warren. Well, I tell, I, 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 I tell you what, well, well, they can give you a cask of it to take up with you. I'm sure Adam. I'm sure Adam Partridge can place it upon his carriage. Oh God, old Adam! Oh yeah, well he could carry it up there on his head if he wanted to. The young whippersnapper. <laughs> but uh, yes, no, I'll, I'll get that sent out front for you now. Yeah, very kind. He sort of walks off. May I? May I use my psychology to <laughs> try yes. and discern what he thinks? What his reaction to the? Uh, if there was anything underlying what he said? 
Mm. If, his, if his eyes betrayed him in any way. Well, that's much more reasonable. That is a 37 on Excellent. a 60. So you, um, you, you get the impression... I mean, the, the others are sort of just focused on being social and sort of while he's... You sort of have a side view. Definitely. You, you get the distinct impression that um, he's very surprised to hear that Joseph... Uh, that Sorry, <laughs> Edward is the heir. Um, there's a sort of sense of... When he said, you're the heir, there was a sense of unbelief, disbelief, confusion. And then as, as uh, you know, as he went on to sort of talk about Mr. Caldwell, he... It was like he thought he was being... It was like he was talking to an idiot. There was that element to it. He was trying to mask it. But, but well, of course you know Mr. Caldwell would not have... Well, none of us knew him. How would any of us know about this? There was mm. that sort of element, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah, mm. no, no, exactly. Okay, interesting. Because I'm watching um, my comrades um, with my usual sense of perspicacity... And indeed, uh, downright fascination, for they're both such brilliant and uh, intelligent fellows. When when I see uh, the, the the renowned and ineffable Hypnos do the thing where he touches his nose and then rubs his cheek and then, and then brushes his chin, can I do a psychology check to see what... I think that he's just been unsettled by something. Mm. <laughs> oh, and I've rolled a four. <laughs> So, uh, so that's well, I mean, excellent success. In a sense, it's up to the ineffable Hypnos to reveal to you what he thinks about what he's just gleaned. I, I think I this think is going to turn into a circle where we all just say to you, I just say, my dear chap, you've got that look on your face where I think that I've missed something and you've understood it entirely. I think that is the case, sir. <laughs> and I lean in, gentlemen. That gentleman, he was, he made an effort to be ebullient about your inheritance, yet. I detected there was some uneasy surprise within him that you should be the inheritor. I worry that, I don't know, there's something, there's something uneasy about the man. He, he wasn't comfortable with the idea of you inheriting that place. Uh, probably, probably uh, local, uh, local, um, uh, what would you call it? Uh, Superstition? No, no. Uh, politics. Local ah. politics. Um, I imagine it is a, it's a contentious issue, perhaps. Well, I'll leave Peregrine to deal with the politicians. Well, Peregrine's, Peregrine's busy. He's, he's spotted a glass cabinet on the wall, I think, which has <laughs> a, a stuffed fox in it. And he's just having a good look at the, the fox um, to see what, what particular... Um, genius it is but then he sees this conversation going over his, over his shoulder and I'm going to do a psychology role to see whether I can uh, <laughs> <laughs> glean anything from this interaction I love <laughs> I rolled a hundred <laughs> I believe it's over to the provost of King's they, College Cambridge they, I, what happens when you fumble a psychology they, role they, they don't even look like people to you they look like pink balloons on the <laughs> That's that's about right for Peregrine. <laughs> Peregrine, the sociopathic vicar. <laughs> yeah, you you try to analyse them, and you end, you come away learning knowing less about humanity than you went in. If it was um, possible, yeah. I don't think right. you can fumble a psychology role really. Um, not on this level. If it was like a lie being told or something, yeah, yeah perhaps yeah. there could be dire but consequences. It but didn't I think feel like there, there wasn't there wasn't an awful lot at stake, was there? No. Maybe maybe you think we're talking about you. Yeah. Well, I guess, actually, if you rolled 100, there should be something, shouldn't there? So maybe, yeah, very good suggestion. 
Sydney. I think, yeah, maybe there is a sudden hint of maybe you've been drifting off looking at this fox and you, one of them has looked over at you casually, but you get the impression that they're... Are they talking about you? Maybe they are. Why would they be doing that behind I know exactly why they'd be doing that. It's just like a school all over again because, I'm, mm. because I was a scholarship boy. Of course. <laughs> so... Posh bastards. Yeah. Well, we'll see who gets on better in this part of the country. I feel a certain affinity with the people out here. Say, as uh, George the barkeep wanders past in a small bikini. (laughs) 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 But nobody looks. Nobody Nobody actually pays any attention. Only you see it. (laughs) If anything, I think Edwards leans back and smiles affably at just the wrong moment to really cement the idea that he would be lying Hmm. about, about having lent forward. Oh, this is horrible. Pulls out his pipe, starts to uh, pack in some tobacco. Perceived bullying is almost worse than actual bullying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so horrible. Um, so, I, I'm assuming you uh, you eat your food. That is, mm. It's good hearty fare. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, well, quite. It's basic, but, you know, it's filling. Um, needs more kick to it. Needs to really rip the roof off your mouth for me. I need some jalapenos in here. Maybe a scotch bonnet in a... Ooh, I didn't bring my scotch bonnet. I'll, I'll feel very wrong playing golf without it. Oh, good. You're going to take, you're going to take a few holes, are you? <laughs> I beg your pardon, Vicar. Oh, sorry, it wasn't the Vicar. It wasn't the Vicar, it was me, old <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Depends uh, on who's here for, I suppose. I get, will Peter be joining us? I'd like to take a few, <laughs> few holes with Peter if he's around. I hear he's quite good at golf. I think Polly will probably pop up, but probably not till next week. If uh, the earliest. I'm a bit, I'm a bit rusty on on uh, on on the links. Actually, I was expecting to hear from him about some sort of housekeeper scenario. He didn't mention anything to you. Did he? No, no, he just said um, he just said I might have a a, a, a gay old time uh, exploring the history of the place. Ah, oh, yes. In the country. Well, maybe we should uh, maybe we should head over there now. I, I'm very keen to see the gardens before it gets dark. Well, this has set us up certainly. That mm. that kidney. Will we get it dark any minute? Mm, it's coming up to half three or so. I think you've spent about an hour having dinner, and you know, um, so it's still light, but it's very overcast. Um, there's clouds coming in, so it's sort of threatening rain. But at the moment, it's still relatively. Pleasant I wonder whether that, wonder where that uh, partridge boy's got to. Well, you. Um, you 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 go out front, and he's uh, he's sort of sat just uh, in his carriage, chatting to oh. some a couple of local girls. Uh, seems there he to be is. flirting. Um, same sort of fair hair as his father. He's a lot less built, but he's got you know strong arms, and he looks a handsome man about town. Um, and as well, if you're leaving to see where he is, he'll sort of clock you. But um, he's he's waiting there basically. I think I think we are probably. I mean. Um, mm. Having having dealt with some ablutions, um, and then there's the formal introductions. Uh, mm. Master Partridge, uh, I assume. Ah, oh, yes. Good man, caster, etc. And then right, right. Uh, I'll give him a he, I'll give him a penny to see you. him along his way. Ah, very kind of you, sir. Um, oh, so my dad got you to uh, give me a call, did he? He's sort of putting all your luggage in the back, puts your keg of beer in the back, the local Black Lion Ale, and uh, you're away, and he seems a lot more driven oh, than that. Uh... be careful with the hat box. Oh, yeah. Oh, hat box, is it? <laughs> in fact, um, it, it looks like it might rain out. I don't want to get my koofy wet, so I'm going to swap it for my, my coon skin. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Well, also, I'm feeling a bite of the air since we've been in the warm. I think. I tell you what, I'll stop here under the awning. You do whatever you need, and then I'll carry on. It's just a coonskin cap. You know it? I, I no, I can't oh, say I do. Oh, oh I see. Fun affair. So made from raccoons. Ah, North American. Yes. Oh, very, 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 ah. very comfortable. Fashionable chap, isn't he, lads? Right, well... Oh, oh, you are a funny one. <laughs> on the shoulder. You're a charmer. The girls are sort of following along the side of the carriage and he's sort of going, go on, oh, gosh, come on, I'll see you later. But he's he's going at a far better pace. You sort of pull off round the uh, the market cross and you're going up, uh, sort of northeasterly direction, and he's going at a far better lick than his dad was. So um, you're leaving Little Walsingham, um, unless there's anything you want to look for or... On the way, you're 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 passing the last few side streets. Um, uh, tell me, Adam, um, is there a golf oh, I... is there a golf course near here? Master Partridge, I should say. I beg your pardon. Do you know, sir? I don't think there is. And I I heard. Well, I I heard this from my, my father, who I think heard it from his father. That's how long ago since it was planned. Uh, there was meant to be one being built down on the uh, down on the coast nearby, but um, I don't think it was ever rightly finished. So you you're a golfer, then, sir. I certainly am. A keen amateur. Keen amateur. Yeah. Well, the the ground's flat enough for it. If if you're uh, taking over up at Warren Hall, I dare say you'd have the money to put in some links of your own. (laughs) A a blazing fire crosses uh, Edward's eyes briefly, almost too fast for the human eye to see. And as we're passing the Catholic Church, he says, well, good Lord, now there's a thought. Ah. Mm. Um, does one of the others, if you're not conversing, want to do a little spot hidden or something? Well, actually, I was um, I was going to be just sort of looking out the window. Mm. I, I was I was going to ask, but I might as well look out the window instead to see if I could spot. Um, maybe uh, I'm, I'm I'm really looking out for a, a local museum that might have some information about the natural history of the region. Um, mm. But I'll do a, a spot hidden to see whether I see that or anything else of interest, if that's all right. Oh, um, I'm two over, but I'm going to spend the luck. Why not? Yes, well played. I got a 67 on a 50, so... We're in town for one night. I'm too busy adjusting my uh, adjusting my coonskin cap. <laughs> the, uh, the, the tail, the raccoon tail, has sort of hit me in the face from the wind, and I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, gosh. You're right there, Davy Crockett. As you're sort of faffing with your raccoon's tail and uh, Edward's conversing with Adam, um, Peregrine, Reverend Peregrine, um, you're sort of, uh, every time you pass the last couple of little side streets, you're sort of craning your neck slightly just just to see if you can see any sign for a local museum or anything of the sort. You don't. It's, it's very sort of uh, uniform in its houses. There doesn't even seem to be another pub. It's, oh. it's mainly just... As it were, one thing you do notice with your success is that most of the street corners seem to have a small group of uh, youths and sort of ranging from nine to sort of possibly 16 um, who seem to be loitering with some form of intent and they, they sort of stare at the carriage as it passes by. There's, some, there's something about them that seems... I mean, they're young, so they're not a threat, but... There's something about the little gaggles of them that seem are they planning? Are they playing a game? Something's up. There's an odd atmosphere to it. I don't know. Are they are they all boys? Yeah. Hmm. And they don't seem they don't seem at all perturbed when they catch your eye. They don't look away, even though you're dressed very well. I'm 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 just going to sort of mention it to Adam. No, don't want to make a big thing of it, but 
Adam, there's a, a lot of a lot of uh, young people out on the street. I've noticed. Is oh, there, I... um, uh, is this uh, some kind of celebration tonight? Some kind of early Christmas well, celebration I, I, in the town? I wouldn't or? say that. I mean, the, the whole uh, the, those young uns, it's just high spirits, really. Um, the whole the the, the, the whole periods are. A time for them. I know when their parents are busy, what with the markets and stuff leading up to uh, Christmas time. So, uh, you know, I, I don't pay them any attention. They can they can be raucous at times, but uh, you've nothing to fear. They're, uh, they're they're country lads, you know. Oh no, I'm I'm used to uh, high spirits amongst country lads. Don't worry mm. about that. I'm just surprised to see so many out on the streets. Are they not? Uh, is they not still in school? Oh, they'll be waiting for dark. That's when they play their games. Oh, their uh, game? What sort of games do they play? And school's finished. Oh, you know. They're, well, listen, you asked my father, Tom, who you <laughs> spent some time with earlier, he'd tell you something completely different. He'd probably tell you they were heathens, they needed a good strap to the bottom, they'd, you know, that'd sort them out. But, you know, there isn't much for the young mind in these towns. You know, I can go back to my parents in King's Lynn. There's more down there that can that can occupy a person up here. They they get their kicks from scaring folks and throwing things and 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 and, and, and chasing each other. And I don't know what, but it's all hijinks and there's there's nothing sinister behind it. Oh, no, I understand that, and I'm sure God will forgive them. Oh well, <laughs> well, sorry if he's paying attention. I'm I'm sure he will. Yeah. He says that. A very throwaway comment. He doesn't really mean it. It's just the sort of thing that he feels like is expected from someone in his position. Yeah, Adam sort of sort of starts uh, crosses himself as if he's been taught to do that, but he doesn't really mean it, and sort of says, uh, "Well, yes, I imagine uh, if he's paying any attention, I imagine he will." Um, it sort of uh, starts the horses going again. So um, I say, Master Partridge. Oh yes, what can I do for you? What do you know of the history of this place we're heading to? Is it, uh... <laughs> is it, um... <laughs> is it, uh... In audio, that's just going to sound really weird. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it the sort of place where one might buy a fine Portugal? The Reserve Portugal. Uh, a nice drop of is the red. It's Portugal. I think like it is Portugal. 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 Or of, a, or the, of Malbec uh, country. around here. Uh, I have a hat for that. Sydney, Sydney, that's an excellent question. I was a just, Gaucho's hat. I was just thinking, aside from our um, chapeau, uh, mm. I was just thinking, um, is this road rather straight? Does it have a Romanic leaning? I wondered, Romanic. Right. Well, yeah. Any Roman well, yes. Romanic leading, surely. I'm not, I'm the, not a uh, linguist. The Romans, they was the, they was the straight ones, wasn't they? They, um... Yes, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I have to admit, I, I grew up in Kings Lynn most of my life. A little Walsingham's just where I sort of commute to with the older uh, the carriage. Um, it could well be a Roman road, so I couldn't tell you. I'm sorry. Well, my question was more to do with um, the previous incumbents. I mm. if you knew them. Though. Rather nearer history. Who were they? I don't know. I was asking... The Coldwells. No, the Coldwells. In oh, the Caldwells, oh yeah. Oh, Caldwell? Yes. Did you know Thomas Caldwell, for instance? I, I did not know Thomas Caldwell. Perhaps, <laughs> his, uh, perhaps his father spoke to your grandfather. Well, perhaps. But if, uh, Most likely. if I know anything about the Caldwells, it's they keep themselves to themselves. Uh, Thomas, I, 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 I gather as, as a passed on, and God rest his soul, but... Um, the last few, well, since I was a child, I, I don't even remember having seen him once. How did he pass on? 
Well, I, I assume old age. There's no one. Oh, no one. oh boy, was he? Well, uh, I I think he was. I, he's he's been the owner of the hall ever since I was a youngin, and my father too. So, right, I'd say so. Oh, would you like a cigar? Oh. Oh, well, oh, whoa. Here, let me light uh, that for you. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> whoa, that's a bit of kick on that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Not as, not as smooth as... Well, yes. Poor Dobbin and doesn't as, like it either, by the next thing. As, you, as you're sort of leaning forwards and lighting the, uh, the thing, um, Peregrine, still looking out the window, you catch a glimpse of a face in the hedgerow. Um, it's a sort of gaunt, shining face. Quite oh, a young I was, face. I was just looking for Robins in the hedgerow. With the <laughs> He's got more than he bargained for. And he says, "My name's Robin." Yeah. <laughs> in, in a sense, you have seen a Robin. You've you've caught a glimpse <laughs> of red, which you initially took to be the the breast of a a little Robin Redbreast. It's actually a strand of hair hanging from this head, and mm. um, it's a quite gaunt face. And he seems to be watching you with quite dead eyes. A balding head and just strands of long red hair. God, it's worth all gummage. There's a body, of course. It's not a disembodied head, but um, <laughs> it sort of startles you slightly. And it's just uh, the face of a sort of man, maybe in his late 20s, sort of following the carriage like that from the hedgerow. Terrible leaned then to, the, to the neck and the head. Not that I've seen and, this. Mm, yes. And, uh, forgive me, I do like a pipe. Yes, and as uh, as um, Ed Ed was lighting uh, Adam's cigar, and they sort of leaning over, and the horses sort of jolt slightly. Um, you hear uh, you hear a few like young children around the hedgerow, sort of shouting, and it sounds like they're shouting, "Go up, you bald head! Go up, you bald head!" And they're shouting, and the the, the face sort of um, sort of turns and looks shocked, and sort of just vanishes very quickly into the hedgerow. Ooh. And you hear like the children's laughter sort of echoing away as the, and you all hear the the, the sort of the shouts, but um, I only Peregrine saw the, the head. Some sort of quaint tradition, is it? I take it. Oh, those are oh, it's just high spirits, like I said. Well, I suppose it is the time Saturnalia, after all, Sydney. Saturn what? Oh, yeah. Oh, Saturnalia. It's it's a, it's a term that we use, uh, to describe the um. The horses suddenly rear up. And um, the carriage stops mid-road, and Adam sort of turns his attention back to the front. Jesus Christ. Sorry, sorry, gentlemen, sorry. And he sort of leans out, gets out a bit, and as you look out the front, you can see a tree, a sort of dead tree. There doesn't seem to be any bark on it. It looks long dead, but it's fallen across the road in front of you as you turn this corner. Um, and it's, uh, it's blocking the path. The trunk's about two metres through. It's a big tree. And uh, Adam sort of goes out to it and oh. tries to futilely. Well, you won't be able to do that on your own, own old chap. I, here, let me see what I can do to help. I take my well, uh, I take my coat off, revealing my splendid Norfolk jacket. I, I'll be <laughs> honest. Actually, so, kind of... oh god, sorry. Oh no, no, no. Carry on, Sydney. I was just going to ask the vicar, Reverend, what kind of tree is that? You... Well, from this distance, it looks like an oak, uh, an English oak. The um, American oaks you don't really get in this part of the country, but they, they grow a lot taller. We're lucky it's not an American oak. We'd be stuck here for a lot longer, but even an English oak will have trouble why, with why? This one's probably 150 years old looking by the size of the trunk. Oh, you're not you're not wrong, Reverend, and it's, it's stood here, killed by lightning when I was a child. It's stood here since. I don't know what's brought it down, but we have been having some bad southerly winds recently. A nasty gust. 
I'll be it's honest. It's like a ter- terrible shame because trees like that, that, that are stood so tall and so long dead, they make the absolutely perfect habitat for green woodpeckers. Is that right? Nesting that right. ground for the, for the woodpeckers. Yeah, so that's, that's we should very inspect sad. the tree to see if there are any green woodpeckers in distress. I think that's a good idea. I mean, obviously it's not nesting season, so we don't need to worry too much about it. <laughs> right. But, uh, but it's worth having a look. It's worth, I mean, this is really... I, I find myself you know, wondering back, slightly, sl- slightly befuddled by my two old friends and how unable they are to control their obsessions, tics and desires. Uh, and I find myself standing with a man of a totally inappropriate class and uh, uh, attempting to broach the subject of what to do next when I am to be the incumbent of the estate. And now kind of with an eye on the time, I get my pocket watch out and I think, goodness me, it must be... It's this is a delay that we now. can't afford. Mm. And I turn to him and I say, what might, what I, mm, what might you advise? Well, in all honesty, sir, this tree won't be getting moved anytime soon. I can... We're going to need to sort sort of thinks. I can bring you back down. We'll have to pass back through the town. But off on the left, there is a cow track that can bring you up the garden path. We can cut through there. Uh, I'm afraid we'll have to go back through the town. But I, I'll... Uh, I won't rest the horses, don't you worry. We'll, we'll get you there in good time. Well, that would be excellent if there is an alternative method. Right, at this I, point, I think that's our only choice. Peregrine's got his little pocket knife out and he's cutting away at the bark to carefully see what sort of, what, what sort of wood there's life no, there uh, are. There's no bark, it's long dead. Oh. So it's sort of just the, you know, the bark's all stripped away. Yeah. It was de- just... Denuded. Ooh, but, I mean, if you, you can, I mean, feel free to do a spot hidden or a... Uh, yeah, he's going to just do a spot hidden. He's just looking to see what, what sort of insect life there is and whether there's any interesting fungus. There might be chicken of the woods on it, maybe, that he might cut cut a bit off. Chicken of the woods? Chicken of the woods. Uh, so that's a, uh, that's a, good, that's a uh, good pass for my spot hidden. Well, you don't see anything completely out of the ordinary, but you do start to notice near, near the branch end of the tree, on the left hand of the track, there's a sort of a, like concentric sort of pattern which seems to be, I don't know, either not carved, but maybe grooved, you sort of think, is that a type of grub that has a specific sort of a pattern to it? Um, but it looks like something that might have been gouged. It looks like the result of pressure, so you're not sure. Um, I'm just going to, this isn't something I'm particularly looking for, uh, but I have a very, very small amount of occult. I'm just going to roll against my occult to see whether I observe anything. Why not? And I, I'm way over, forget it. Mm. So there's nothing occult happening. Good. Um, what have you found on the tree there, Perry? Oh, just uh, some insect activity. There's, it's quite interesting. These patterns, sometimes they're formed by insects. Sometimes it's fungal growth, but I believe this is actually insects. Fungal oh. growth often can look, it can form in rings like this. What insects? insects. There's another uh, way round, gentlemen. Uh, hang on, is, hang uh, on. Some this kind is fascinating. Of, <laughs> um, what have you found? Like, likely to be a... What have a, you a, found? A, uh, it's a it's a species of woodlouse. It's a you, you receive woodlouse. Most people see woodlouse. They think there's one woodlouse. A new species have... of mouse. <laughs> no, no. There's only three species of mice in it. Never mind. Maybe we should get back in the carriage. You you found the secret of the spice. <laughs> I'm an, I'd like to give an occult roll if I can to see. If Please do. Yeah. Is it a rackets? Symbols mean anything to me, or if they are indeed just the markings of a. Of an aforementioned woodlouse. 
an African doorman. <laughs> I thought you said no, African one. That is a hard success. That's a 16 on a 60. On a cult. Four away from a from a, an extreme success. Is it worth spending the luck? No. I've got bags of luck. I Well, you can if you want. make up for my lack of intelligence. <laughs> I, I'd say it's not worth spending luck on the occult because you, you've had a good success, so you'll you'll notice something, but it won't be occult. Mm. Um, the, the, you realise the symbols aren't anything you recognise. They're not symbols, in fact. It looks like something has like been wrapped around the top of the tree, giving pressure. It seems to be like a series of concentric sort of uh, dips. Um, like something was attached to it. Like a chain, yes. maybe. Perhaps a chain. That's a very good potential. Mm. Oh, I Which, lynch people. But maybe something's been used to... I mean, obviously, Peregrine has no fucking idea, but Dan says maybe something's been used to pull the tr- tree down deliberately. Ah, uh, yes, that makes more sense. As I say, <laughs> we think we have another way round. I think we should maybe just get back in a carriage. I, I'm so keen to see these gardens before it's completely dark. Of course, of course. Maybe we'll find new t- species of woodlouse. Maybe this place <laughs> is littered with... Um, very All good. Civilizations. But I think the idea of finding another wood. species of woodlice is a, a dream beyond my a ken. Dream. <laughs> so you get back in the carriage, and uh, Adam sort of pulls away, and he's he's going a lot faster now. I think he feels slightly embarrassed, even though it's nothing to do with him. That he's you know you're late and you're being driven by him. So um, you make it back to uh, Little Walsingham in very good time, far quicker than oh you go downhill as well. Um, as you come back through the town, you're aware it's about half past, mm, about half past four. So it is starting Probably to darken. Dark. Yeah. Um, there's a really light sort of spray in the air, like almost drizzle, not quite, but you can tell that something's coming. Um, as you go through the town, the only lights seem to be in the Black Lion. Um, but as you're driving through, you just suddenly hear a thud on uh, the side of the the carriage, and then a sort of laughing and scampering away, and another thud, thud. Scared the life of me. As uh, and it, it seems like they're pelting mud or something. It seems like there's little shadowy groups. You assume the youths from before, um, cackling and sort of uh, running about. Um, Adam sort of ignores this and just keeps going past the. That sounds like a a, a very uh, a, a soil very. Um very rich in clay hitting the side of the carriage, would you say, Adam? Oh, I well, well, I don't know where they got it, the little scamps. Or Leave it off now. Um, they managed to keep pace with us so well. Well, I don't know. I, I think they stayed in the town, so... Um, anyway, here we are, and you, you've gone off down... Uh, you've gone through the other side of Little Walsingham, and he turns off into a little... Unless anyone's stopping him, turns off into a little cow track, essentially. So it's very bumpy going, very muddy, and there's not any lights whatsoever um, apart from the little lantern hanging down can I lean in to um, uh, to Reverend Peregrine McCutcheon uh, but still you know I'm leaning into them both I'm imagining for some reason that I'm that I have the backwards facing seat here I don't know why and, and I want to lean into them both and, and say specifically to Perry what was holding your interest so much at that fallen oak old chap well uh, originally I was um <laughs> Originally, I was uh, looking to see if there was any interesting insect life. Old rotten trees can often hold most fascinating bugs and grubs, huh? But uh, actually, the thing that really took my eye was this 
straight. Oh, bumpy, bumpy pattern. Well, it's like bumping uh, the road there. Yeah, that's right. It was a strange sort of pattern that looked like it had been made by some kind of insect or maybe a fungus. But oh, to, Sydney suggested that maybe it was uh, something had been wrapped around the tree there. Uh, I'm not sure, but probably nothing. Nothing really of any any interest. It hadn't crossed my mind until until the carriage started getting pelted by the young boys. Perhaps. Uh... Perhaps we've missed something here. Maybe maybe my presence isn't quite as welcome as I thought it might be. I mean, it is, after all, the 19th century. Goodness goodness gracious. I mean, I, I thought I thought all those old sort of stories of, you know, the, the new landlord coming in wouldn't, would, wouldn't be a problem. But it turns out that I couldn't have two better fellows with me. Um, maybe that was well, an you know, unconscious uh, realisation of mine. I don't know. It's probably a little bit like being at the being the uh, new boy at school. You know, it's just something you have to get through. This is possible. Mm. Certainly, I did detect something akin to enmity from the landlord of the Black... Uh, what's it? You don't, Bull. you don't think it's possible lion? that he pulled it down deliberately? Lion. The Black Lion, yes. I can't deny that I. it has crossed my mind that they have pulled it down... It, if they had pulled it down, say, for... I very suddenly start banging on the roof. I say, my man, oh. could you stop here? I Just one moment. It, sorry, pulls to a halt. Did you want... What, what is it, Edward? Do you want to have a look at those beautiful yew trees there on the right? Well, now listen here, gentlemen. In my experience, the only reason one forces a person to take one road is because one has an ambush plan. Well, you see, this is what I was about to say before you interrupted me, was that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I roll my eyes and sigh perhaps, heavily. Perhaps uh, the um, can I help with anything, Cyrus? Just yeah, one, we're just all right. Just a minute, we're just uh, <laughs> we're just uh, we're just uh, I'm just changing out my hat. Um, there's a possibility <laughs> that um, if 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 they knew it was being pulled, if they'd pulled it down for um, horticultural reasons, then our driver there he would know about it. I would think because I think there would have been a, a consultation with the local community to pull something down like that for hot Well, I, I can tell you for, for absolute certain, you would not pull a tree of that age down at this time of year for horticultural reasons. Right. And he gave a very wet excuse, in my opinion, for, for why it might have fallen down. A tree, a tree doesn't just drop down because of a, bit, a gust. Well, I think we, we must confront matters at once. And I couldn't agree with you I more. think... I think we have a reason. I would put it down to local, uh, small-minded locals have opted to... uh, You've come into town, they assume you've got a bit of cash, you're you're a bit green uh, because you don't know the land, you don't know the lay of the land or the people, and so they want to take advantage of us somehow. I wouldn't surprise me. I've been in this sort of situation before. I was screwed over once when I played... um, when I played Plymouth, the uh, the manager of the, the Theatre Royal... The drum? It, n- n- uh, n- n- oh, no, that's a public house. Um, forgive me. Yeah. The Theatre Royal. Uh, the Royal, of course, the, the Royal. The Theatre Royal. Down on the hole. That's right. The the landlord, he... he um, landlord. The manager uh, seemed to think, because I've never played Plymouth before, that I was some sort of, uh, some sort of rube, and he thought he could get away with paying me... Uh, half the uh, the accommodation fees, but I oh, 
I had st- stern words with him. And you've just got to be tough with these people. You've got to make them know yes. who is... Who's the hypnotist here? Uh, who's the who's the landlord? Who's the boss here? As you're uh, speaking, you suddenly hear uh, Adam out front shout, Leaf! Leaf! Get on home! He's mental. <laughs> Get on home now, Leaf. Wherever it may be. And you lot, stop that. Sorry, sirs. Do you want to carry on yet? Um... Adam, is the road clear, as far as you can tell? Oh, uh, yes. No, just, uh... Well, it's just Leaf. Don't worry about him. What do you mean, Leaf? Who's Leaf? Why don't, um, why don't I come out there with you, old chap? Is there room Is there room for two? Oh, well, yeah, by all means. Come and ride up here if you like. Just before um, Caster leaves the, the carriage, I, I grab him by the arm and go, You know, I could put him under my spell and find the truth. I grab him by the other arm and say, for God's sake, don't leave me alone with Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as uh, Edward, as you climb out, you see uh, a sort of scared, slightly blank but scared-looking face. It's a, law, a lean face with a bald head and sort of strands of red hair um, from the lantern light. It's the same face Peregrine saw earlier. And um, you, 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 as you lock eyes with it, it sort of dashes away again into the bushes. And um, you hear the same sort of cry of the children saying, Go up, you bald head! Go up, you bald head! Mm. <laughs> I don't like this. Um. I say, Patrice, you don't think these children pulled that tree down, do you? Well, are you asking me? I think that's exactly what I'm doing. I... I, I... I couldn't say for sure, so I, they get up to a lot around here, but I'd say vandalism on that scale is something we've yet to see, thank thank the Lord. And yet they know... Uh, I don't know what I'd put past them. They'd know that we would take this path, then. That might give them a chance to cut across country and be here. Well, I, I, I wouldn't worry too much about them, sir. It's just the excitement of seeing new faces in the village, I imagine. They've probably been following after us the whole time, cutting across the fields and such, and leave him... I don't know if you spotted him there. He's the last one you need to worry about. Uh, shall I set the horses on again, sir? Indeed, just one moment. I just need to double-check that I've got... Um, um, I noticed that we had a few bumps back there on the road, and so I didn't tie my uh, clubs in properly. I'll take out the nine... Ah. I'll take out the nine iron. Oh, this one's loose. Oh, mm, what a shame, and I'll just tighten up the bag, and then I'll climb back into the carriage. Carry on, do carry on. Thank you, Partridge. Of course, sir. Uh, and um, I'll get back in, clutching my nine iron. He sets off again, and um, you don't hear any more from the children, no more cries, you don't see Leaf again. Um, but gradually the woods open out, and it's getting very dark now. It's approaching five, so it's almost fully blackout, but along the side you start to see little sheds and little sort of gardened-off areas, and suddenly on the, the, well, on the left-hand side of the carriage... Um, you feel the carriage is going over gravel suddenly, and um, you pass through these uh, iron wrought gates, and a, a huge sort of vista opens out on your left. A huge, the side of the house, Warham Hall. Um, and again, it's, it seems very grey and very oppressive, but the drizzle's starting to blow in, so it's hard to tell whether that's the the damp stone or, or what it is but as you continue on uh, you notice Adam seems to be looking around with the same sort of curiosity as you almost suggesting he hasn't seen the place before either um, on the right suddenly there's a 
a long straight line of hedgerows immaculately sort of trimmed like an oblong uh, uh, the children's word for a rectangle um, a sort of holly <laughs> bushes um, and suddenly the drive sweeps round as it reaches the climb of the hill and you finally on the right you see a huge lawn spreading away and going slightly up into the distance and trees on the, the sideline there's a bit of a glow over to the right but your attention is drawn to the front of the house this sort of pillared statuesque building and uh, Adam pulls up in front. This was an Apocalypse Players production. For more information about the podcast, go to apocalypseplayers.com. Thanks for listening.